Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I hope you had a great weekend. And I can't believe it's Tuesday, December 28th, 2021, getting to the end of a year. Time really does move fast. And hopefully you are help, happy and healthy uh, and your family is as well. It's you know a bit hectic, um, you know, just with people traveling and all the stuff that's going on with the virus. And I'm not going to talk about that, but um, perhaps this is a wake-up call. Obviously, this is something that's been going on for the last you know two years now almost. And to really focus in on our health, because um, if we don't have that, what do we really have? And so I figured I thought about a lot of different things to talk about in today's episode. And, um, you know, for me, I just recorded a podcast with Brad Kearns, who has the BRAD podcast, and it hasn't been published yet on either of our platforms, but it will be coming out within the next week or two. So look out for that. And we're going to probably do a part two. I really enjoy talking with Brad. I think we have a lot of things in common and uh, we share a lot of the same views on health and wellness and becoming optimal. So one of those things is you know, nutrient density foods, eating nutrient dense foods. And, um, I try to find these pillars of health that are like the low hanging fruits, the things that you can do that make the biggest impact in other areas of your life. Um, and I just find that if you can focus on the sourcing of your food and the nutrient density of your food, um, and eating it day in, day out, I think that that is going to be one of the biggest pillars of health that's going to affect not only how you perform in the gym, but also in the bed and, um, you know, how you sleep, your stress levels, and also being able to, you know, go periods of time without eating. Um, you know, I always, if you listen, obviously I always talk about fasting and, um, you know, that's become sort of a hot topic trend. And, you know, the thing about it is, if you're eating crappy foods, fasting's not going to be easy. And a lot of other things aren't going to fall in place. So I figure today I'd say, you know what, it's the end of the year. You know, we have all this stuff going on with, you know, COVID and things like that. Why not focus on what we can control, which is our health and to the best of our ability. And let's do that by eating nutrient dense foods. So I figured I would, you know, take a page out of you know, Brad has a um, sort of a, a carnivore score um, chart on his website. Um, I can definitely leave a link for that. And I'm going to use that as a basis of it, um, along with sort of my, my thoughts on a few different foods. But, you know, I used to not eat meat. I used to just have fish and vegetables, which is not, I'm not saying that's right or wrong um, to each their own. So you want to, um, I, you know, if you want to eat that way, that's great. I, 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 I feel like I thrived on it to some degree, but after a while, I, I felt like I was having a tough time getting enough protein. That was the big thing. And you can only have so much fish or pea protein or things like that. And 
what I started to learn was that the most bioavailable forms of protein come in, um, in meats. And, um, so I wanted to find places that had, you know, grass fed, grass finished meats, because yes, it can be a little bit more expensive, but I always say, if I'm going to spend money on something, it's going to be on my health and it's beyond the foods that I'm putting in my body, because that's what, that's what makes you run. And if you don't, if, if you're not running well, then, you know, everything else, you could throw everything else out the window. So I don't like to spend a lot of money on, on many different things, but on my health and on the foods that I'm putting in my body, uh, and for my family's bodies, my dogs and my, my wife, we, we really try to focus on quality nutrient dense foods. So hopefully this will maybe, um, motivate you to do the same, because a lot of times I think we just go about this in an aimless, you know, go about aimlessly, um, you know, ordering in foods, where, where's that food coming from? You know, and I know, you know, I'm not asking you to go crazy and I'm not saying you can't order in food, but a lot of times we're just not, we're not putting in the research or doing our own due diligence to find out where's that food coming from. And, and, um, and I think it's important. I really do. I think this is something that can really make an impact on your health. Cause I talk about it a lot with my clients. Um, and so let's talk about, you know, some of the things first that could be missing if you're just doing plant-based. And if you want to do plant-based, I'm, I'm not against that by all means, but you might have to supplement. You might have to find ways to get around because you're going to miss out on certain nutrients that you're not going to get from, uh, animal foods. And because as I go through, uh, sort of the chart of what's the most nutrient dense foods on our planet, you're, a lot of it is going to go under, um, you know, these animal foods. So, you know, you're going to miss out on vitamin B family, a lot of vitamin B12. You're going to miss out on creatine, vitamin D3, um, DHA. You're going to miss out on some heme iron along with something called taurine. You know, these are just a few of the things that you're going to miss out on if you're not having perhaps eggs, fish, and meat. And um, there's definitely ways you can get around it. Um, but I would just try to focus on if, if, if you're not restricted by eating <clears throat> fish or meat or things like that, then here would be a good chart to sort of follow. And this would be sort of the hierarchy of what would be the most nutrient dense foods all the way down to, um, maybe things that you don't need to eat as much. Um, but I would definitely focus in on getting, you know, grass fed, grass finished, uh, liver. And I know that might sound crazy, but I will say this, I've been eating liver for the last couple of years and my wife makes it and it's great. Some people eat raw liver, raw liver. I don't, I have not yet, but maybe, maybe down the line, but it's really off the charts when it comes to nutrient dense foods. You can even get these liver crisps. Um, I can't, the name, the name of the brand is, is I'm, I'm forgetting right now off the top of my head, but if you just, um, Google liver crisps, uh, what a great way to snack if you're going to snack. And I know I'm not against, I'm, I'm against snacking. So, um, or you can add them to a meal. Like I'll just say, for example, I know this sounds maybe a little bit crazy, but you know, everyone grabs chips, chips and dip or chips and guac, but, um, or you, you, what I, I like to use is these liver chips and you can put them with, with other things. And, uh, you're getting a great nutrient dense food and you're not having just corn, you know, corn chips. So, um, that's a, that's a great hack to try as well. Um, oysters are actually 
high in nutrient dense foods. Um, also salmon roe as well. Um, and so if you think about eating, um, nose to tail, which is something that I've been focusing a little bit more on, I don't eat every organ, but you know, liver, um, heart, kidney, things like that. Um, also you want to get quality ones, grass fed, grass finished, um, along with, I've had some individuals on my podcast, um, the company pluck, they actually have a, if you, if you just Google pluck, or you look up on my, on the podcast, um, and they have a thing you can sprinkle on your foods that is an organ-based seasoning, which is really cool because you don't even really know. And I've been putting that in my eggs. And so check that out. But, uh, if you don't want to eat, you can try some organ supplementations. Um, my buddy, Brad Kearns and, um, ancestral supplements partnered on a, on a product called MoFo, uh, male optimization formula. And, uh, that's something that I take. So you don't, if you don't want to eat organs, perhaps maybe a little bit of supplementation with them wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, and then from there, this is something I talked about with Brad with, because a lot of people might use the excuse that perhaps it's too expensive to, you know, to do these, you know, these grass fed grass finish, perhaps like ribeye is a favorite, one of favorite, one of mine, great protein content in there along with, um, some saturated fat, which we all know is good. And that's a whole nother episode. But, um, uh, if you don't want to necessarily spend the money on a nice grass fed, grass finished ribeye, um, check out the smash family. And this is something I talked to Brad about, which is sardines, mackerel, anchovies, salmon, and herring. You might not like them all. And, I, and if you listen to my podcast, I, I implement these into my, my first meal, uh, which is a lighter meal around probably two, three o'clock. And I'll usually do lately. I've been doing mackerel with a herring mackerel is, um, and you can get this actually this brand I've been getting at whole foods. They make a good quality mackerel. Um, actually Patagonia is the brand <laughs> you think, Oh, Patagonia, uh, they only make clothes, but they actually, um, they source some good, um, mackerel. And, um, I think they also do oysters as well. Um, but either way, check out that brand. You can get them at Whole Foods and they're not really that expensive. And, um, you combine that with herring, you know, some good, um, good quality herring. And I like that as a meal. So it might be a little crazy for some people, but get, you know, sometimes you want to get a little bit out of your comfort zone, maybe on this stuff, try it, you try it long enough and you might start enjoying it. So those are some wild, those are some oil, cold water fish that aren't crazy expensive and can go a long way. Um, and you get a great source of omega threes from that as well. Um, next would be like shellfish. So shellfish, um, you know, oysters plus clams, crab, lobster, mussels, octopus, scallops, you know, this is something I don't, I don't put a ton in my diet, but occasionally, um, some scallops from time to time and maybe some oysters. So if you like shellfish, um, you get a lot of omega-3 fats from this as well. And obviously you want to get sustainably caught, raised, um, oysters and clams and things like that. And this, this, this is something that, you know, as far as, you know, being expensive, I, I guess if you, you know, lobster can be expensive. So this is probably not something maybe you're going to have all the time, but from time to time, this might be a good option. Then you get into, you know, eggs. I mean, 
um, you know, healthy fats, choline, you get your, you know, your amino acids, um, your B vitamins. So, you know, eggs, good pasture-raised eggs. I just went uh, to our uh, local, uh, there's this local farm, although it's 45 minutes away, but I get raw milk and then I buy their eggs. Um, you can get regular eggs. You can get uh, you can do duck, goose, quail, ostrich. Um, the nice thing about those is, you know, you're not going to find, you know, those aren't in mass production. So you're going to get good quality and healthier animals. Um, so you want to make sure you get local certified, humane and pasture raised eggs. Um, and obviously, you know, this is something that's not overly expensive, can be implemented. You know, I like to have, uh, you know, just, you know, sometimes people eat them raw, they put them in their shakes, which you can do. Or if you like to sort of scramble them up and maybe put a little bit of this, pl that pluck that I mentioned to you before, where you're getting some organ meat based seasoning in there as well. That was something I talked to, um, uh, the name is just fleeting to me right now. Uh, when you do all these interviews, sometimes things blend together, but there's a good one. So I like to do eggs and meat, um, leftover meat sometimes. Um, and that was the next thing I was going to mention was red meat. Um, the nutritional profile, the fatty acid profile, um, is, is pretty solid when it comes to like, just, let's just use a ribeye for an example. You're going to get, you know, your A's, your B's, your D's, your E's, your K's, as far as your vitamins, uh, calcium, chromium, cobalt, copper, iron, uh, magnesium, manganese, um, potassium, selenium, sodium, zinc. So you're getting these essential minerals that you're not going to get from a lot of foods. And actually, I'll, I'll just throw a shout out to who I had on the podcast once before. This is a great book uh, uh, by Dr. Judy Choi. I'll just put it up here if you're watching on YouTube, Carnivore Cure. And I'm not necessarily promoting a pure carnivore diet, and she does, and um, that it's great. But I will just say in general, this book is great, whether you're doing carnivore or you're not. Um, so it's called Carnivore Cure. And I'd actually like to get uh, Dr. Troy back on the podcast. That would be great. Um, so yeah, so ribeye, I can go down the line on that. Um, but uh, that would be a great place to start. And then you can do, you know, your bone broths, your lamb chops, things like that. You know, and I mentioned obviously beef liver, um, you're getting all the B, you know, getting B12, choline, biotine, iron, copper, zinc, folate. Okay. And so I would say that would be a great place to start. Um, and if you're wondering what about chicken, turkey, or pork, that I would say is sort of the next level down. But, you know, if you're getting local, 100% grass-fed pasture-raised poultry and you know maybe some heritage bred pork that is fine I'm not I don't eat a lot of pork and chicken but it it has a solid uh nutrient dense profile maybe not quite up there with the organ meats and and the red meats but it's definitely up there it's definitely up there and um uh after that you know I would probably say um, if you could do some raw, organic, high fat dairy, if you want to add that, if you, if, if dairy doesn't bother you, um, give it a try if it does. And obviously you want to avoid, but you want to avoid all the low and non-fat dairies. Okay. And all the conventional pasteurizing of them, which is tough to avoid. Cause that's everywhere. If you could find some raw cheeses and some raw milk, uh, I rec, I love it. I've been buying it for the last month or so. 
And um, once you once you go once you go raw, you'd, you're not going back to, to to the normal milk. I can tell you that. Um, but it's not always accessible for everyone. If you're going to go dairy, I would definitely go the full fat route. Um, and then after that, you can add in plant foods. I'm not totally against adding in plant foods as long as you're not sensitive to them. Um, so, um, you know, obviously, you know, fiber, something that, you know, for some people they can handle it. Some people cannot, but you know, fiber can go a long way and you're going to get those from a lot of your plant foods. Um, I like to have avocado, um, from time to time, maybe some fermented foods, you know, uh, kefir kimchi, um, and, um, what did I just have that? Oh, sauerkraut was a fermented sauerkraut. Um, so these are things you can, you can add in maybe to help just mix it up. And, you know, you, you don't want to just be bored with what you're eating all the time. Um, and if you're wondering about fruit, I would say, you know, stick with local, locally grown in season fruits. If you could do, um, I know a lot of people knock on fructose, which is, you know, mainly, um, what's in fruit and the high content it can be in. But if you, I think if you stick to just having it in season and, and, and having, you know, mainly like the berries, um, which are a little bit lower on the glycemic chart and, um, and they have high antioxidant properties. I think that's not bad to add in from time to time. And if you want to add in some sweet potato or squash, squash, um, those are, um, you know, those are not bad to add in every once in a while as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I occasionally have nut butters as well. I'm not sensitive to nuts. Some people are. So that, that's something you just want to take into consideration. Brad, uh, just to plug him again, we talked a little bit about his nut butter that he came out with. That's something that's like a splurge for me. So if you want to splurge on some nut butters from time to time, I wouldn't go crazy with almonds just because you got to be, if you're sensitive to oxalates, just be careful with that. You don't want to have too many almonds uh, from, um, just because uh, the high oxalate levels as, as well as spinach. But, you know, those are some people can handle, some people cannot. Um, so I would say that that is the hierarchy. I could, uh, you know, say that, you know, if you focus on nutrient-dense foods, you're going to snack less because you're, you're, you're feeding the body what it wants, really. And um, if we talk about, you know, having, you know, two, maybe three, solid nutrient dense foods. And that could be, you know, if you're having two, for example, a lot of times for me, it's going to be herring and mackerel, um, for my first meal. And then maybe with some, maybe with some eggs. And then the second meal will be some type of wild caught or grass fed grass finished meat in the evening. And if I want to add a little bit of vegetables on top of that, I'll do that. Um, and I think that again, that's what works for me. Uh, but I think if you focus, like I mentioned on these nutrient dense foods, um, if you could start implementing some organs into your life, you're going to realize that you're really missing out and missing the boat on, on having, um, some of the best foods on the planet. So as long as you get them and source them and, uh, you know, some of the companies that I like to use force of nature, um, and us wellness meats has some great, um, great meats as well. And, um, organs as well. Um, there's a ton of great companies that have popped up, um, over, you know, I would, I would say the last probably three to five years. So let me know if you have any questions, hopefully this will help you get started to a great path for 2022, 2022. 
um, and uh, live a healthy, plentiful life. So um, look out for my interview and my dual syndicated podcast with Brad Kearns. Also, I'm going to have a cha- I'm going to have a new challenge coming out as well. So look out for that. And uh, feel free to share this with anyone who you think might be looking to uh, upgrade their health. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.